Welcome into the studio. You're tuned right into the Justly Impact podcast series. It's brought to you by investjustly.com, encouraging you to invest your principal with principal. I am your host, Josh Carey, and my co-host today is, you know him, Paul Carlson Willis. He's at the top of Invest Justly, of course. Paul, happy to have you uh, riding shotgun with me today. Yes, this is going to be interesting, Josh. I'm excited. Interesting uh, is a fine way to put it. Um, I know you know our guest much more intimately than I do. It's Rado Steiner, who's the CEO of InGreen Building Systems. Paul, as you know, what's a big, broad overview of what they do and what are we going to learn today? Well, I think one of the things you're going to learn today is that, again, impacts being made every day. And a company like this has an amazing technology for building houses. And you're going to learn today just how many houses in the U.S. suffer from uh, tornadoes, from storm damage. Um, The speed that someone like In Green can not just build houses, but also make them uh, eco-friendly. So it's gonna, there's going to be some shocks here for you, uh, Josh, believe me. Well, I, I do, because I know one of the things he said that really got my attention was when he said, people hate change, which is kind of true, right? I think we're hardwired to really um, uh, take note when there's change in our lives and, and we're tested to figure out how we approach that. But he said, people hate change, but he loves it. Those are the kinds of people that I find most interesting. That's what dis- disruptors do. So uh, let's, uh, Rado, uh, thank you for joining us. Um, I think probably the best way to start, you know, you're a Canadian business. Do you want to talk a little bit about what you're currently doing, what In Green is? And I know you're doing a CF via Justly and looking to come into the United States. So give us a little idea of why you think that, what your product is and why coming into the U.S. is so big. So first of all, thanks for having. Me. I appreciate it. Uh, that's that's a much bigger introduction than I was expecting. <laughs> I I try to be a little bit more humble than that, but uh, we I think we've got something here that uh, that works extremely well. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, I this has been my dream since I was ten years old to be an architect and to ultimately build buildings better than what they've been built in the past and. Uh, uh, almost 50 years later, I'm starting to see that come to fruition. One of the key elements of that is obviously in green systems. We started this company with uh, a good friend of mine about seven or eight years ago uh, to produce uh, panels that ultimately will improve the overall product. It'll improve the speed that a house can be built at it will improve the energy efficiency building in both of those two cases it'll be improved by at least 50 percent. so the energy efficiency on that house will be 50 it doesn't matter if it's cold or warm climate it will literally cut your heating or your cooling bill by half if you do this properly it will also in the assembly of this building cut the site in construction by half we we find that the labor costs for assembling this product. It's literally like a Lego product um, that, w- that comes together. It's built off site to site, 
and we can literally put up a house to close to close it up within a week to 10 days. A typical house to get us to that stage in any other fashion in the old, what we call the traditional method or stick frame will take at least double or more of that time to actually complete the home. So this has been a dream of mine to, to make sure that this gets itself, and, and it's, it's a struggle right now. If you look at both Canada and the US, we're starting to realize that climate change is actually something real and that we need to do something about it. We also know that the building industry for the last 30 years, and this is an article written in The Economist about a year and a half ago, that says the building industry is the only industry in the world that has seen negative productivity gains. And one of the conclusions that they came to as to why we're seeing these negative productivity gains is the industry is very fragmented and very resistant to change. So we're still doing stick frame that has been around for close to 100 years. Everybody is starting to realize that we need to change how we do it because we can't keep adding another Band-Aid onto the old system and allowing us to be more energy efficient and be more effective at producing the product that we're actually producing. We're talking about millions and millions of homes. We're not talking about a few thousand homes. This is a billion dollar industry, a multi-billion dollar industry that we're talking about. Yeah, and Josh, you'll be some numbers here for you that's gonna kind of uh, knock your socks off. In 2021 alone, nearly 15 million homes across America were ravaged by natural disasters. Estimated cost, 56.92 billion in damage right. in one year. And um, that's one in 10 houses, basically across the US. It's one of those things that you just don't know until you, you don't know what you don't know. So this is mind boggling. And what's fascinating is um, when I was 10, my biggest goal was to collect more garbage pail kids. I was going for the whole set. You at 10 Rado said that you were looking at buildings, trying to uh, imagine them built better than they were. What, what did you at 10, what, what were you able to, to see? What was the problem that you were acknowledging? I, you know, it's an interesting, it's a really good question because uh, my dad was in the business as well. And, and he would always explain to me, well, that's just the way everybody would, they, nobody was expecting more. They were all just expecting what was on the table at the time. And I just wasn't somebody that was accepting that. I think even at 10 and, and still at my age, uh, I'm still not accepting that. There's always a better way to build something. And that, that's the key of this is, and what we have with, uh, with, within green systems is it's always going to challenge us to, to come up with a better set of blocks that we can build this with. Um, I, I, it's, it's just fascinating that, that the industry has not been able to innovate as much as it really should. And Europe, you're seeing it a lot more than here in North America. North America has to catch up to what Europe is doing, for sure. So one of the questions is sort of going to happen is, okay, you've, you've come up with this new product. It's, it's definitely more green. It's more eco-friendly. Is it as strong, right? Because you're putting it's, it up, you're saying 50% quicker, right? So yes. is it as strong? Is it, can it be in Tornado Alley and survive? Yes, there, there's actually some some really good examples of that. And uh, I think somewhere in our 
a picture of a, an area that was ravaged by a hurricane and there's one house that's standing in it and it happens to be a SIP built house. So they are typically much, much stronger because of the way that they're put together. Um, and they will survive, I mean, like, and nothing can survive everything, but at the end of the day, they are probably five to 10 times stronger and more durable than a house. We also are, are exploring, we haven't got there yet, but we're exploring the whole issue of fires because that's become a big issue as well, right? You have, you have to be able to make these houses fire resistant so that they don't, uh, and, and we're seeing that in California on the whole West Coast, that being a big, big issue. Um, part of our goal right now is to make sure that uh, they're also resistant to those uh, fires that tend to be a, a much bigger issue in the West than they are probably in, in Florida. Florida is more a thing and, and surviving that. In both cases, I would suggest that we've got a, a better product that will survive both of those uh, incidents. Is this so, something that happens... Um... Is this something that that you can install in a house that is already built or is it at the the point of build? Uh, no, this is this is for all new builds going forward. All new builds. Right. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. And is it just houses? No, we we're not. We're not just we uh, we build strip malls. Uh, we built warehouses. Our factory is actually built with uh, um, the panel product. Um, and we've got, so we've got 23,000 square feet in our plant here. Um, it's, it's kind of hard. We're probably maybe comparing apples to oranges a little bit, but our heating bill in the middle of winter when it's minus 20 has never been over $500 on a, tw on a 23,000 square foot building. So that's pretty phenomenal in its own, in its own respect. No, that's great. So again, is this all standard production, all right? So we've, we've, we've talked about you putting all this together like Lego blocks. We've said it's eco-friendly. We said it's quicker. You've said it's stronger. Does that mean it's very standard, right? So it's gonna be, okay, this is what you get no matter where it is, or can you design this in a way that you can have a, a mini mansion, you can have this, you can have that, and and anyone can use this material to have any sort of house? The, the simple answer is yes, you can. We have, we have actually an excellent example here in Calgary. There's a, a, an acquaintance of ours. He built a 20,000 square foot custom home entirely out of our panel. It was a $30 million construction that was done entirely out of our panel product. So it, there's, the sky's the limit in terms of what you can do and how you can put it together. We can go all the way from what we call laneway homes. I don't know if that's something that, that terminology is uh, familiar. So you've got a house on your back alley. Uh, you can add a little studio apartment or something that you rent. We call them laneway homes. Uh, we can do that all the way up to, uh, up to a $30 million customized home. Um, and really, it's just, it's just a question of, drawings, executing, and having the right people that assemble it. And it doesn't take a skill set. It takes one person to guide uh, a, a group of laborers to put it all together. That's the other nice part about it is you don't need 
a lot of skilled labor, which is a big, big problem uh, throughout North America right now is, is getting good labor to, uh, to put all of this together. So we've, uh, we've been able to uh, simplify that process um, and, and make it much, much simpler for home builders to actually execute on assembling the product. What I find so fascinating, Rado, is that you, like so many people who say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You, in fact, right. say the opposite. <laughs> if it's not broken, break it, which is actually, right. um, I'm sure, has helped get you to the position you're in today. Do you credit that philosophy to a lot of your success? Uh, well, it, it's a double-edged sword. You're, yes, I would agree with you, but it's a whole lot more work. <laughs> so what's the philosophy? Uh, why, us... why, why, why do you adopt that? Well, because it, you're not innovating. Uh, so so I've, I've got a good, uh, um, uh, I'll call him a mentor who, who promotes the same philosophy. I've learned, I've done this most of my life. But what, if you're not creating new opportunities and creating new ways of doing it, then all you're doing is, is I, I, I look at Kodak. Kodak is the best, I mean, for, for younger, the younger generation, they don't even know who Kodak is. But I think we, the three of us probably know who Kodak is. If they had not, it, it, that's all they did is they, sit on, they sat on their success. And at some point, they no longer exist. If we do that, all we're doing is consuming what we've already created as opposed to continually creating something that allows us to move forward and allows the, the trajectory and the, uh, the business model to continue evolving. It has to continue to evolve. It can't be static. That's, that's not the way that uh, the real world works anymore. And I think we're getting more adaptable and especially since COVID, we are all looking at, at things differently now and, and looking at it and saying, we might've done it this way and been successful, but we can't do it that way anymore. Since COVID was sort of at its peak and, and coming down, We've had people calling us as opposed to us calling them. That's been the difference, I think, is COVID has made a lot of people realize that change has got to be part of what we do every day. Yeah, Josh, there's a great book out there called Good to Great. Yep. And it, it literally covers that. It, the good companies are there, but the great companies are the ones who continually reinvent themselves and continually question what they're doing and how they're doing it. Um, so... Rado, one question for you. What's so special about your blocks, right? We, we've covered everything. What makes these blocks different to what other people are using to build houses? I'm not sure I know how to answer that question other than <laughs> it, it's, uh, <laughs> it, it's uh, I think we've covered some of it in the sense that it's it's obviously more, it's it's 50% more energy efficient. Um, we are, we are now taking this to the modular side of business too. We've, we've contacted uh, several modular builders, one who's the largest in North America. They have operations here in Canada and the U.S. And they're seriously looking at it and saying, we need to stop stick frame building our modular systems and go to something that's quicker and easier plants to make this work. Because they understand that if they're going to keep up with the times and energy costs are going up, um, people are demanding more from their ultimate product that they have to also change. And we're talking one of them, we're talking about a large, large modular builder that wants to reinvent how they produce their product. So if there's something in the, in the overall 
product that's allowing people to say, okay, we've, we've got to get this seriously and make some serious changes. So Josh, you're going to build your new $30 million house. Well, it's, <laughs> it's fascinating that, um, I, I, I don't find a lot of businesses can go so small to so large. Was that something out of the gate that, that you, you envisioned, or was that something you realized as you were already implementing that, wow, this can go in so many different directions? Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, the, the market for this, the, mar- the housing markets, it's immense in North America to begin with. So, um, and, and it's been on a great run. Interest rates are obviously slowing that down a little bit right now, but we don't see there, there's a, there's a housing shortage globally. And in North America, it, it is going to continue to be a problem for many, many years. So one of the things that we have to do is we have to be able to come in and produce this competitively um, and, and, and look at the long run of this. Um, we've, we've got plenty of examples where houses just don't last if they're not built properly. This is a, this is a product that will last 100 years without, without questioning the integrity of the product. It will, it will literally outperform that stick frame built every time. When did you found this company? Uh, it would be 2000 and uh, I, I should have looked that up before we uh, had this conversation. Ish, but, ish. Uh, we've been, <laughs> ish. It's uh, 2013. Ish, got it. So almost, almost a decade. So you have enough time to uh, determine, was there, was there, when was the time? Because inevitably, right, anybody in business is going to hit a wall. Uh, when, when, when was that first time where you may have thought, okay, am I crazy for doing this? Can this actually work? Is this actually going to be the impactful, world-changing thing I envision it to be? Uh, I would suggest probably five years after that, we were still um, – I think we were still waiting for the – the authorities to evolve, to, to demand better efficiencies, to start to get, um, right? So, and then when COVID hit, we really debated whether, whether we could get through that. We wow. got through COVID. Once COVID was, it's not done yet per se. It, it's, still, it's still lingering out there. But when we, after we hit that peak, that's when we started to see the turnaround to say, and it was really the industry. It was the building industry that was that was asking themselves, "How do we do this differently, and how do we do this better?" So that that was a that was a an epiphany for us when they were starting to call us and tell us, "What is your? How can we use it? How can we start to do this better?" And we were now introducing. We we had an entirely different conversation with them. We weren't selling them anymore. Mm. Right. We were just telling them what's the benefits of this product. We were no longer selling a product to them. We were basically introducing them to a better way to build. And they were and and there's a buy there's buy in on that, which is which is unique since uh, since we started the company. Paul, what I love about this conversation is um, for any entrepreneur or business owner out there, if you really listen and almost read between the lines, this is an entire masterclass in so many ways of what works and is applicable in any business. I promise you, go back if you're just putting that together, because I've been taking notes and all the little tidbits 
that Rado did and found along the way are applicable to any other business success? Yeah, and I think the key element is passion, right? Passion and belief in yourself. Sure. Um, as Rado said, you know, at 10, he knew what he wanted to be. Um, and I think that's the key thing when you see entrepreneurs like Rado uh, be successful. Um, it is because of that passion, that way of looking at things, knowing that you can can make an impact. Um, I think it's it's uh, it's outstanding um, what they've done. And Rado, on this, you know, you, you're saying the building industry is now coming to you, asking you, is there a particular thing that they really like about what you're doing, or is it all of it? Is it the speed? Is it the easiness to build? Is it the green element? What is, what are, what are they taking or, or does it depend on who they are? Uh, it probably depends a little bit on who they are, but, but the ones that are sort of I think we're even almost past that stage of the early adopters. Um, but what they're, what they're really, their major concern is that we can deliver on the actual production of the product. That, that would be their major concern. We've proven to them time and again that, that we can do that. Um, and so really it's, it's about performing. So rather than we'll, we'll go into a builder that builds a, a thousand homes a year and say, we'll, we'll, we'll build one home and give it to you as a show, show suite, or we'll, we'll just perform and we'll build 30 for you. And we'll tell you right now that we can build, we can keep up with your production. And because they're, they're all scaling up. Wow. So the, the, the key to a lot of this, to the, a lot of the big builders is knowing that they can actually, that we can actually keep up with what they're expecting us to wow. do. The performance and all of that's already documented. They, they already understand that they've done their homework and they already understand how it comes, uh, how it performs. Um, so that part isn't really in question anymore. We don't need to, to sell that piece. It's now, can we actually produce what they need and are we scale, can we scale up to what their demands are? And, and that's why we're in this position right now where we've got to grow and we've got to, we've, we've, we need some capital in order to do that and keep up with that demand. Because this, this show relies on the value of impact, which we see, but I'd love to hear it in your words. Leave us with what the most, you know, envisioning into the future when you fall asleep at night, what is that ultimate vision for overall impact in a nutshell look like? That a family living in one of these homes never has a second doubt about making the decision to be in one of these homes. So security, right? Security, Is that what I hear? Um, the stability, the fact that you're going to be in either in a cool or a warm home, that, that you're not worried about your heating bill or your cooling bill because it's already been managed just by the fact that this product performs so well. Um, it's, it's comfort. It's, it's uh, right. It's knowing that you've got something that's better. We had a, we had a perfect example of a, of a project here in Banff, the Banff National Parks. They built two fourplexes. One of them was built the traditional way. The other one was built with our panel product. Every trade that, went, that was there and watched how this went together said, I will not do another traditional stick frame product this is so far superior to what we were doing two months ago. They had their first introduction to this. 
and they are they were all sold just by the that happened is these two were run, literally being built exactly the same buildings being built at the same time one of them started they both started at the same time one of them was literally finished three months before the other one and the product ultimately was that was just they all understood as builders and as people in the trades said that this is a far superior product than that traditional stick frame paul final thoughts here i i I mean i promised you something a little different and some surprises i'm sure that if you look at this the impact speaks for itself, right? The need speaks for itself, certainly with all the disasters that we're having now. Rado Steiner, CEO of InGreen Building Systems, doing the impactful work. Well, there you have it. Thanks for listening to the Justly Impact podcast series. You can invest in InGreen by visiting investjustly.com, an impact broker dealer with investment banking and crowdfunding services. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll do it again soon.